Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big dog himself, Kevin Koala. Uh, Tim, can you give yourself more headroom, please? I can not yeah, there we go there we go that's that's how it's consistent a bunch of you guys do that but eventually you go back up you go back up yeah i don't know why it does that though it's bouncing on my butt you know what i mean uh, of course we're also joined by it's christmas in august joey noel oh it's august now i, I know i had to change a month had to look at the calendar there i was like oh shit it's a new month, new me. It's a whole thing. Uh, of course, this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Of course, you can get it on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we will be right there for you. We just did a reaction to the Star Wars and or trailer that you guys should check out. If you guys weren't excited for that show, definitely watch this trailer. It uh, turned me the hell around from the least anticipated Star Wars thing of the last couple of years to like, uh, is the thing we've been waiting for just the thing we didn't give a shit about? Because this looks Awesome, Kev. Just a little note for you. Absolutely no volume used for this show at all. That is a very different look, very different vibe. This might be might be the thing oh. for you here. Oh, I'll check out the trailer then. Yeah, the trailer wowed the hell out of me. But go check it out, everybody. Um, you can get it here on the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, if you want to get the show ad-free and watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like our Patreon producers Fargo, Brady, and Molecule have done. Uh, today, we're brought to you by Chime and MeUndies, but I'll tell you all about that later. For now, I want to talk about a little movie called Bullet Train. Now, we'd seen the trailer for this pop up I don't know, probably a year ago at this point. And it was one of those trailers that drop and catches the eye of the internet where all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's about to be something special with this movie. Or so we hope, you know. So we got excited for it and it finally has come out. Now this was a movie that got messed around with pandemic production schedules and all of that stuff and it's been a whole mess but it is finally hitting theaters this week. We got to see an early screener of it. Joey Noel. Yeah. What did you think and what score would you give it on the kind of funny scale? I so this is an interesting movie to talk about. Uh I liked it. I think it's really fun. I don't necessarily think it's good. <laughs> I think that's kind of where it falls for me. I'd probably give it a three out of five. For me, the way that I would describe it, I really liked Smoke and Aces when it came out like 15 years ago, probably at this point. It was like a it was a weird not Joey movie, but now that I've like seen more movies and watched things over the last 15 years, it's more of a Joey. <laughs> um it had it is like really like more gory than i thought it was going to be just like kind of hyper violent uh but it also feels like a sequel to smoke and aces on a train but directed by some combination of wes anderson and like edgar wright or maybe ryan johnson i'm still trying to like figure out what that other like special sauce is um which sounds weird and it is weird but it kind of works. 
it's it's interesting. I had a ton of fun watching it. I never really knew what was going to happen. They throw a lot of random things at you. Some like fun surprise casting things pop up. Um, I had f- I had fun, but I don't necessarily think it's good. I think it's for a specific audience. I don't think it's like a. I don't know that I would recommend this to everybody, but I would give it a three out of five. Kevin Koala. Uh, man, I'm right there with Joey. I think I would give it a three out of five as well. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of it, but there were issues I had with the movie overall. It was good, but like I wish Guy Ritchie or um, mm-hmm. was the, uh, there was someone else that I was like, I wish someone else had edited because there was something about the pacing that didn't feel right to me and it's crazy because like it had awesome movie uh, music throughout the movie and it just like something about the pacing just didn't feel like it was hitting at the right moments um it was a lot of fun the cast was incredible i feel like a lot of the story was like like it telegraphed itself is that, is that the word right mm-hmm. yeah it telegraphed itself a lot so you kind of knew where things were going to go or like you're like, I bet this is going to happen. And then it did. But somehow it did in like a satisfying way where you were like, yeah, I knew that, that was it was going down. Um, so uh, I I it's funny because like I feel like I've we've uh, me and Joey have been going to the movies a lot and all of the movies that we've seen have been bangers where at the end of it, I'm like, what up? Like, I can't believe how much I loved X, Y and Z movie. And this is the first movie that is like broken that where at the end of it, I was like, ah, you know, it was, it was fun. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I am very far off from you guys where I want more than anything to give this a five out of five, but I can't putting my critical eye on this. I give it a four <laughs> out of five uh, because as much as I enjoyed it, and I truly would say go as far as saying I loved this movie and this continues the streak of 2022 is easily my favorite year of movies ever like there are just so many bangers whether it's from the expected to the surprises i will say the the weird thing for me is the mcu stuff is the one thing that has been kind of not uh hitting as high as i i wish it was in in 2022 so far not that i disliked any of them but more that every other movie has been absolutely just wowing me uh, the last time i saw that i didn't get to talk about on content was elvis uh and the other ones Ooh. everything everywhere all at once and uh yeah. top gun maverick you've heard me talk about many many times in addition <laughs> to a whole bunch of other things uh which now gets me really excited for the upcoming one uh the thirteen thousand years something like that the t- Yes, like that's the next one I got my eyes on where I'm like the Tilda Swinton, uh, Idris Elba one. I think I missed it. He's a genie. I'll send you a trailer when I see it on TikTok next time. Okay. It, it looks it looks awesome, and I'm very hopeful for it because I think it's going to continue this this momentum for me. Um, I loved this movie for a lot of the reasons. It seems like Joey and Kev kind of found it okay. I like that it is not the same Edgar Wright style that we've uh, seen so many times and so many people kind of try to emulate. I like that this yeah. is very much uh, the energy of the director, uh, Leitch here, who we've seen before from – the John Wick movies from Deadpool 2. This specifically is uh, the scene in Japan in Deadpool 2. I remember when we did our interview, 
we're like, I just want a movie, a whole movie of this scene. And that is exactly what this is. Just kind of turned up somehow even higher. I think it is absolute insanity. It's from beginning to end a Rune Goldberg machine of just violence and chaos and color. And to Kevin's point about um, the it all being telegraphed and all that, I think this movie favors payoff over anything. I think that that's kind of what makes it stand out mm-hmm. and unique, although feeling similar to things we've seen before with its use of like, over glamorized violence set to unassuming music tracks and things like that but what i really appreciated was uh the boldness of this movie's editing and its willingness to kind of go against the traditional grain of cutting everything to the music and to the beat to the action but instead using kind of like flashbacks and like random shots of things that we've either seen before or are going to see later um, to kind of set the world up and just kind of keep this like Looney Tunes level of chaos at all points where we're seeing all the, the, the characters and weapons and items and plot points be put into place to cross over each other in this like ridiculous DNA helix as it goes on. Mm-hmm. It's, well, I was just going to say, it's interesting because there's also – wait, hold on. Let me make sure. It looks like my volume is low. Uh, it looks like uh, – sorry. There were a bunch of things that they also, like, set up that don't necessarily lead to anything. And I, I like that we had that, especially with, like, how much how many things led to something where there was, like, oh, that's still happening over here. And then just nothing comes from it. Like – it like weirdly that somehow became satisfying, which seems like the opposite, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I, that's the thing. It's like it's the payoff of our expectations. And I, I think that this movie, what it did wisely was not treat any reveal like it was a reveal. It treated it more like it was a, uh, hey, guys, we're now delivering you what you expected. You're a smart little cookie. You figured it out. Yeah. And uh, that that I thought think was really fun. And that is, I think, to the credit of the design of this entire movie, which I think is really besides the performances of the absolutely stacked cast that is just having a blast together, an absolute blast. Uh, but I you think, think that's yeah, the cast I feel like we need to talk about. It's 10 out of 10. It is. It absolutely is. But the the, the where I get a little critical on this is that the 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 design is the standout to me besides the cast. But I do think the design is unfortunately where it does kind of get caught in its own chaos a little bit towards the near the end where this movie it does drag just a little bit where I, I love the ending and i love most of the uh i mean i love the entire beginning but there's just like a section in between crescendos of which there are approximately 17 in this movie mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that i feel like it kind of gets caught in its own bullshit just a little too much that devalues the things around it where uh every action scene doesn't feel at like it's always upping the ante i feel like maybe the not so much the pacing, but the sequencing of the the action events, uh, if put in a different order, I think might have had a a cleaner kind of like uh, rise to the finale. Um, but honestly, th- th- that's really what I have to say critically about it, because uh, I agree with Joe. It's not for everybody, but if you think it's for you, I think you're going to have a really good time with it. And yeah, it's a Joey's point. Is this like Shakespeare? No, it's not. not what I say, this is a good movie. Yes. I don't know that I would say that it is like, uh, a fantastically written whatever, but it has a lot of fun with the writing and with the kind of uh, story it's telling. Do you guys want to keep talking in non-spoilers or do you want to jump over to the, the spoiler side of things and really get into it? I think I'm good for spoilers. Kev Dog? I think I'm ready for spoilers too. Oh, well, before we get to spoilers then, let me tell you about our sponsors. 
No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two days more to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC early access to direct deposit funds depends on the payer. Have you heard about the legendary underwear brand that's taken the podcast world by storm? Famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes, Me Undies loves podcasts just as much as you do. It's like they're made for you and you're made for them. You're made for each other. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love my Me Undies because they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever had and because they have great patterns. As the king of Halloween, my candy corn pair never fails to make me smile. Everyone knows Me Undies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes, but did you know they also make other stuff? We're talking about durable, cushy socks that will make your feet sing. They even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life. Available in sizes XS to 4XL and tons of colors and prints. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first time purchasers can get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. All right, Joe. Spoil it up. Go for it. Um, I, I love the casting in this. I feel like we should kind of start there. I think the main cast is really fun. I didn't love the accents that we got necessarily from no, Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson and uh, Paperboy. I yeah. don't remember what it is. Brian Tyree. Oh, Brian yeah. Tyree Henry. Um, I feel like it was really hard to understand them, especially at the beginning of the movie. And I feel like I needed like some subtitling and stuff like that. Um, but the fact the number of people that pop up as cameos, I think, in this movie are really fun. I did had no idea that Michael Shannon was in this. I don't think he was in the trailer at all yeah i think he had the mask on so we didn't yeah. see him i didn't um, know he was in it either channing tatum obviously really <laughs> random and fun sandra bullock also weird that this is the second movie with the two of them and brad pitt this year well random. so so a fun interesting thing here that i started realizing as this movie was going on uh and mm-hmm. i had heard uh rumblings of this before so i as we watch the movie there's a couple setups they have of like mystery characters you're like who's this who's it gonna be and it's like okay cool yeah. it's this cameo it's this cameo this cameo and it starts to make sense it's all people that the director has worked with like this is clearly a passion project that yeah they were just trying to like pull all the favors of get your famous friends uh together because um these are all all the actors in this are like related to different sony projects um that have been going on so think about it uh with um channing tatum and sandra bullock they were both recently in that sony movie that just happened the, the lost lost, lost lost temple right with bad bad bunny is about to be in the uh the spider-man Tony, yeah. yeah the el muerto uh thing which from well, with everyone has said he got that role because of his because, performance in this movie which is uh, i think bad bunny is really good and i wish we would have oh he's fantastic i love him I, I just don't think we and got then, enough of him yeah and then craven exactly. the hunter is aaron taylor johnson uh coming up early next year so it's like there's there's a lot of pretty much everybody in this was like related to these. And, you know, Brad Pitt was uh, Deadpool 2, right? For a second, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Like, so there's a lot of that kind of DNA, which I thought was uh, really cool. 
That is interesting. We were reading yesterday, too, that apparently Sandra Bullock was originally supposed to be Lady Gaga. Yeah. And the pandemic Just messed that up. Random. She had the house of Gucci. <clears throat> oh. oh. Another fun accent in those movies, huh? Yeah. Brad Pitt said, uh, or the the stunt coordinator said Brad Pitt did 95% of his own stunts, which is fucking awesome to think about for this movie. His, That's like, wild. His attitude throughout, like, was just very enjoyable. Yeah. He yeah. has, like, such a charisma that I feel like just, like, is so present throughout the whole movie that really drives everything. And I can't imagine anybody but Brad Pitt being in this role. Like, I, I feel like there's very few people that could balance the, like, introspection that he has without making it like overly cheesy but still being able to pull off all of these like crazy action scenes and stuff like that also zazzy beats oh Lo- yeah, <laughs> like, so that's another underutilized. one yeah so underutilized it's crazy because they have the cast is so stellar that, like i wanted everyone more you know what i mean and i feel yeah, like they did such joey a king. good job i don't know if i needed more joey king i thought she did great I, does, I, thought I probably liked her more in this movie than I've liked we her in anything else, but I don't truth, really Joey. like her that much. You don't like her very much because she shares the same name as you. We found that out yesterday. There can only be one. We have to fight exactly. to the death. That's just, I don't make the rules. Joey, are you trying to tell me that you didn't like her in, what was that movie? The Diesel Kissing Booth? No. Oh, but... Ramona and Beezus. Ramona and Beezus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not because I was a, such a big Ramona and Beezus book fan that I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing this movie knockoff bullshit. No, Nick tried to get me to – Nick really pushed the Kissing Booth movies after I introduced him to, to all the boys. He's like, I really think you guys – you're going to like this. Like, Dean, I really like these. And then I did not like the Kissing Booth movies. I haven't seen them. They're uh, not well- great. I just want to circle back really quick to the accents. Like, I just don't understand why the the twins had to have the accent. Like, they could have just been from America and, and just... Well, I guess... Is Aaron Taylor... whatever uh, Is he American or... I have no idea. Huh. No idea what he is. I, I would. I definitely. I'm not with you guys. I thought the accents were great and added to it. I liked that it, the over, like the worldliness of this entire thing of like all these different kind of nations on yeah. this train at the same time. I thought was a lot of fun. I'm always team yeah. subtitles. I wish every movie just had subtitles I at all saying, points. So I'm not against idea. that. But um, yeah, I I, I, I thought the, the accents added to it, and I loved them specifically. He is from England. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, but I felt like and I, it was a different. It was a weird accent. I thought I was fine with his accent. It was Brian, like Paperboy's accent. The like, I like legitimate, and like I feel like I'm very good at understanding accents, and I had a lot of trouble understanding what he was saying. Oh yeah, I'm everything kind of the that opposite. he said was fairly funny, because it was very much one note of like Thomas the, the, the tree, <laughs> Again, which I love. I came around yeah. on. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. Yeah. That one setup had like seven different payoffs, whether uh-huh. it was like calling the different people, the different characters or him controlling the train at the end, like all that shit. I was like, this is this is so great. And like to, Kevin, again, to your point of um, the underutilization of characters, like I love that. I think the by the design of it where we, the, we I like that we got the characters. They had their moment. They did their thing. I love that we get introduced to characters so late in the game, but it makes sense because of the things that we've had hints of like the snake it's like what's the story with the snake and when it's like oh zazzy beast is the one behind that like loved that um but i think that it, it allowed uh kind of the playing with our expectations of brian tyree henry's character like seemingly dying but then coming back it's like all of that i think was perfectly paced Dude. to 
like where like it gave me the like oh i wanted more of him it's like oh you're yeah. giving me more of him thank yes, you he's back yeah. yeah uh brian tyree uh henry when he died and he gra- he's trying to say something to the girl and it was tell tangerine he was right i got so excited I was like, he's wearing the like. I looked over at Paula. I was like, he put on the vest. He's great. And, like those payoff moments are so good. Uh, yeah, this is a really fun movie to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like we went out to dinner afterwards, and just like being able to tie in the little hints that they sprinkle out throughout the movie with like the payoffs and stuff like that. I think I had a really fun time of being like, oh, that's what that was, and like tying all of that together in conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, go for it. Guys. Oh, I was just going to say, to bring up another thing that was negative for me and, like, kind of hard for me to get over is there's a bunch of, like, immersion, like, world-breaking moments where, like, they're in a quiet, like, um, train where they're not supposed to be making noise. And they're just having a full-on fight. And, like, a woman <laughs> keeps turning back and being like, shh. And they, like, stop and, like, pretend that they're, like, you know, being friendly. Or they're having a fight in the cart. Uh, and we saw it in the trailer where they're, like, like he throws the water. Which is a great scene, and like I, a lot of with scenes the girl from the boys, the yes, uh, with the girl from the boys. Which I was like, that's the hornet for sure. And then I was really upset when it wasn't, and she just uh, gets killed off screen. Baron um, Fukuhara. Yeah, uh, like it just like it felt like a real world, and then they had these moments where suddenly it wasn't a real world where people would just ignore these giant fights, and that kind of threw me off. And I kind of wish there was like, a little bit more attention to detail with those moments. Because, like, towards the end of the movie, everyone, like, all the tickets on the train get bought, and the train is just empty, which is fine. But, like, why not do that, you know, two hours earlier in, like, the canon of the movie? I disagree so much where I'm like, it does not feel like a real world at all. It feels like a cartoon world from the get-go of every, especially with the focus on fate and luck and all this stuff of like what they're trying to do, where it's like, this is just an insane story with a bunch <laughs> of characters that are not acting like real people. And so while I don't think that the the quiet room sh- things were like the funniest jokes, I don't think it was about the joke. I think it was more about the pacing of the fight choreography. And I appreciated that to kind of break up the, breakneck speed of just go 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 with some of the fight scenes that like are just it hits a certain point where it is just noise i like that those kind of allowed them to it wasn't just them sitting next to each other and pretending that they're friends while she was looking it was getting them in a different setup to be able to like launch into a different move set of things and i thought that that was a it was a wise use of again the design of this whole thing of having the Mm -hmm. purpose for having the action scenes have a little bit more weight to the motion and momentum of them Uh, I think this movie is, like, really, it's very clear that the director also is a stunt performer, actor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, you can tell that that was, like, a driving, like, creative force in this movie of, like, how can we have the coolest stunt choreography? How do we make each character seem different and like how do we really play it up i think it was really really cool it makes me want to go back and watch stuff like atomic blonde which i've Mm -hmm. kind of had on my list but haven't watched yet um because i think i've seen kind of everything else and the fact that like he worked on john wick is like not surprising to me obviously oh yeah the fact that like Obviously, the realism is very different in those movies, but yeah. it has like a lot of the same. Like, uh, what is it? it? I think it's probably John Wick Two, where it's the in the library where he like breaks the neck with the book. Oh yeah, God! That and it's so like, crazy. and they do that multiple times in this movie yeah. with like various apparatus and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I like that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's this is a stunt movie. Like, that's, like, really that's, what it is. Yeah. It's an action comedy at the end of the day. But um, one thing that I loved was pretty early on, uh, there's, like, a, 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 the big group shot of the, the elder when he was young, but you don't know that yet with all the people behind him. And I was like, oh, my God, that is my boy Yoshi Sidarso from uh, – he was a, a Power Ranger uh, many seasons ago at this point. But when we did the Power Rangers versus Voltron video for with Ismahawk, he was the dude that, like, led our choreography. He taught me how to do all the Power Ranger movies. <laughs> <laughs> and shit and uh he was the lead voltron guy so like we we like hung out all day and he was the coolest nicest person ever but he's a stunt guy like that's mm -hmm. like what he's known for that's how he got his gig at on um power rangers and all that as well and he ends up being like a pretty like core person to this movie and i'm like good for fucking you it was so cool seeing him but i just love that it really is a stunt first thing right these these yeah. are like um everyone there is like the top of their craft when it comes to uh what this movie needs to be and i feel like that was kind of like the sole goal and in that respect they nailed what they were going for yeah i do really like the style of this movie and i think the way that they do like the like freeze frame title cards on the characters when they get introduced and yeah. like the way that they introduce like uh, a lot of their like backstories and stuff like that is really really fun um yeah it is a movie that i feel like i'll probably end up watching again which like normally i feel like with my like original score, I wouldn't necessarily do it, but it's fun. And I feel like it'll be a fun one to introduce to watch in groups with the like other people. Um, yeah. Like, especially if with either, well, I guess <clears throat> you don't usually use the like dynamic lighting in your theater. Do you, Tim? I don't not, not normally, but I for do. this movie, but Kevin yeah. does. This, I feel like it would, would look really cool. It would look I love it. Like it might be too much, <laughs> no, no, it, but I'm, it, I'm willing to yeah. try it out with you guys. It'll you work. Know? It's, it's funny. Cause like now when I watch movies, that's definitely a factor of like, Ooh, this is going to look good at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm also going to rewatch that. Like I, one of the biggest compliments I can give it, it like it knows how to poke fun of itself or it, like the genre that it's, you know, in, like the the you guys are talking about the title cards when we get the title card for the water bottle, like ah <laughs> uh, that I popped so hard for that moment. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a fun movie, but it's just it's missing that special sauce that pushes it over. Um, for me, the damn it, fuck, lost my train of thought there. Um, mm. your bullet train. Um, forget it. Damn. Okay. Lost in the wind there. Lost in the wind. Um, but yeah, definitely I would I would recommend people watch this if it looks interesting to you at all. I do think this is one of those like fun surprise movies where it's like, no one would have ever thought to look forward to Bullet Train. And then it's like you see the trailer and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Oh, now I remember what I was saying is uh the music I think is is like so core to the the heart of this movie. And what I really love is it's all original for this movie. Like there's a lot of um licensed tracks, but they're all remade custom for this. With, a, with their own orchestra. Like, I was looking at the credits and the entire orchestra was listed out. Like, every single instrument, every single position and all of the songs were credited to that same orchestra. And I think that that really fits to what I, I loved about the kind of consistency throughout this movie of its tone and its style um, because the music is such a big part in like keeping everything moving and they use songs that are so overplayed. They did, they used holding out for a hero in this movie, which at this point in 2022, you better have a scene that knocks our fucking socks off. Yeah. And somehow they did it. It was this, a beautiful so combination nice. of earning every single moment to get there. But I kind of feel like holding out for a hero at this point is one of those songs 
songs that you only use when you're like, you know what, motherfuckers, we earned this moment and we are going <laughs> to wow people despite them being so desensitized to this epicness over time. Yeah. But it was such a damn moment, man. I loved it. Yeah, even the fact that they use like sukiyaki, which is like such a prominent like Japanese song. I was like, I haven't I know that because like I remember going to like my great grandmother's like she played some sort of instrument that I don't remember now. And, like <laughs> they got dressed up and it was a whole thing. But I was like, oh, I it's fun to see it in like pop culture and like because I feel like it it's kind of like an older thing, but um it's really fun. Like all of the covers and stuff that they did, I feel like really like captured the tone including holding out for a hero yeah absolutely all right well everybody that's been our review of bullet train uh let us know in the comments below if you get a chance to see it or if you're interested in seeing it after this discussion or if not go check out the trailer and then come back here and leave a comment either way just engage with this content get us some of that engagement <laughs> you know what i mean help the algorithm hit that like button do some fun stuff uh but until next time i love you all goodbye